Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. My name is Morten Hake and this is the place where we'll talk about the stuff that's going to make you remember who you really are. Let's go. Uh, welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. I'm here with Esmen. Uh, we just met, what is it, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. At a, uh, a group, a mastermind group. Uh, Take this. A mastermind group uh, here in Bali, Changu, uh, that a friend of ours, Robert, uh, sets up. And when we met, uh, it was interesting because uh, you just came there looking like James Bond and just walked in there, took off your glasses. I was like, yeah, it was love at first sight, to yeah, be was. honest. Yeah, it was. And you just came up straight to me, like, hey, what's up? Um, apparently, we were meant to meet. Yes. It was. It really Am was. I wrong? No, it was. It clearly was. Yeah. It clearly was. And um, yeah. So since then, um, we've uh, we've had some chats and uh, some very interesting ones. Uh, every yeah, very very interesting. It's been a high level of uh, chatting of uh, the percentage of how much we've hung out. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's jump into it. Uh, I guess. To introduce you to my tribe would be that would be my introduction. To be honest, okay. you're a fellow human. Yes. But you also have some deep grounding. I feel you have seen something. Um, you have had some insights into the body-mind connection. Uh, I guess what I call the non-duality yes. fact of life, uh, yes. inside-out nature. Yes. And you also do like relationship coaching with your uh, fiance, yes, uh, right. Dorota. Dorota. She's also a well-known coach, and you're you're a speaker, and uh, you also have some um, experience with the building or or, or some uh, furniture. I have a small furniture sourcing business. Yeah, yeah. And you also, uh, you, yesterday you did a, a speaking gig in Ubud, uh, talking about your biggest failure of collecting millions of dollars to buy this plot on this island, and you have a lot of things, cool things going for you. So I guess yes. that's a, some Thank kind you. of introduction. Yeah. That's right. Thanks, Morton. Yeah. What's up? Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> my uh, my journey into this world of the nature of reality started about three years ago, which sort of brings us to the kind of conversations you and I are having now about what it is to to be human and to be man and the beliefs that we're operating through and the experiences we're having and the whys and the the moments of really knowing where we are and who, we're, who we are and what we're doing into the moments of nothingness when we, when we don't. Mm -hmm. But I was living a very, let's say, ordinary life where I was an Englishman, I'd been raised this way, I had to get a job, I'd make money, I'd progress in the world, I'd have a family, I'd grow old and fat and I'd die. This is kind of my concept mm. of life. Mm. And I, I, I did a course in consciousness called Avatar about three years ago, three and a half years ago. Okay. I was in the Melbourne Outback and doing some exercises and I, I landed the experience that my belief was creating my reality. Through the application of some of these exercises I found and I discovered that I had a belief that I shouldn't show my emotions, which was created many, many years ago as an eight-year-old boy at boarding school who decided that actually as a protective mechanism to, to hold in my tears and my sadness would be a way to stop me being bullied by the other boys. So I decided very early on that I wouldn't show my emotions because it might get me in trouble or get me hurt. Mm. And during this course, I, I, I applied a technique to discreate the belief that I shouldn't show my emotions. And when I discreated the belief, my heart opened and my body relaxed and I, I started to express my emotions and I cried for 45 minutes. I cried and I cried and I cried. And this, 
completely blew my mind because it showed me the power of belief, you know, a thought form, a series of words connected to an emotion that were creating my experience of reality. And I then howled with laughter because I couldn't believe that the 37-year-old man was living his whole emotional life through the beliefs of an eight-year-old boy. Mm. It's a, it completely redefined my uh, operant paradigm of, of how life is. And it started me to ask the bigger questions. Well, if that's the belief I have, what are my other beliefs that I'm operating through? Who the hell am I really but a series of beliefs and ideas that have been given to me or passed down mm -hmm. by parents, you know, caregivers, family, school, and all the rest. Mm. So it started me on a really bigger journey to, to unravel the onion, which, which brings me here today. And I, what I really discovered is that 99% of who I thought I was was based on indoctrinated beliefs or other people's ideas of who I should have been based on my birth, my upbringing, how I was supposed to live a life. So it was pretty cool, fascinating. Very cool. And that really started my, my, my quote-unquote journey into the nature of what it is to be human. And yeah. I love it because it's taken me out of my idea that I think I know anything yeah. or that I think I'm able to feel yeah. to the actual felt experience uh -huh. of life. And there's a huge, huge difference right. in thinking we feel and actually really you know, gutturally and viscerally feeling life. So you were in this world up until three years ago? Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, I grew up in England and London. I was an investment banker because yeah. my old man was a banker and our family were bankers. And money is important. And money was important. I had to leave university and study economics because that's what upstanding gentlemen of society did. And I had, <laughs> right. you know, I had to provide for my family, all this fucking crap, excuse my yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was a really bad banker because I hated it and I couldn't understand why I was there. And I got fat and I was drinky and I, I was just lazy. I why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And I lost one banking job and I lost a second banking job because I, I shouldn't have been a banker. And then I, um, I started asking the universe bigger questions. Why, the what, the how? And then I got given an opportunity to move to Vietnam. Once I got to Vietnam, I stepped out of my uh, immediate experience of what it was to be an Englishman living in London and this. And I got a new perspective and started to see life from different viewpoints. I could grow my hair into a ponytail, a beard. I was like, this is cool. So I started to express myself a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately led me to Bali. And then when I got to Bali, that's when things started to really Right, release, happen. really, like, yeah. manifested. You start seeing it. And it was haphazard. Way. It was haphazard to begin with. And then What's I began hap haphazard, What's which means a little bit random. I'd have these experiences. Yeah. And, yeah. But then I began to realize that mm. I had a conscious choice in this process and I could mm. actually really decide which path to take, which unraveling to unravel, and which understanding to come to. And that's really refined my focus into my own journey of what it is to, to be me, mm. what my I am is. Very interesting. So you feel like you do have a choice in the matter? In every moment. In every moment in every you feel moment. there is a choice? I'm playing around that in a huge way in the moment. It's like Do you yeah. feel like there is a right choice and a wrong no. choice? No, absolutely not. There's just choices. Right. It's just a choice. Yeah. Each choice leads to different experience. Right. If we get up every morning and make the same choices, we're going to lead exactly the same life, like mm. a dehumanized automaton. It's just, mm. there's routine, it's habit, it's practice, life doesn't change. But if we're prepared and brave enough to make a different decision mm. or a different choice, our reality changes with a different choice. Mm. Now, mistakes and failure, right or wrong, that's purely a judgment, it's what we give meaning to. Mm. But it's just a different experience of reality mm -hmm. that we then experience through the different filters we have for mm -hmm. understanding what's going on. Right. Yeah, that's great. For someone who listens and who are now in a world um, not necessarily suffering, but um, feeling that they're not 
um, on the right path. They are uh, um, they 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 notice themselves um, nagging a lot, and uh, they don't feel a clear purpose in life, and they're reacting. Yes. A lot. Yes. Uh, for you, you went through your story and you're a fast talker, uh, which is excitement and interesting and, and all that. Uh, but there's a point there where you were a banker or someone who did a, a, your job not great because you were not satisfied, you were not content. Yes. And, and then you started asking bigger questions, you said. There was one night in particular, I think I was 27 years old, and it was 11.30 at night, and I was. I was leaving the city of London in a black taxi, having spent a whole day working in the office. It was 11.30 at night. All my friends had been out for dinner, they'd gone to the pub, and I was sat in the back of the cab and I started crying. A 27-year-old man, I started crying. And actually, I felt like calling my dad on the telephone to say, I'm done with this shit, because I realized at that point, the reason I was doing this shit was actually to please him in some way. But in that moment of almost breaking down, I, I asked the question, I said, why? What the fuck is the point yeah. to all of this? And that was the moment of asking the question mm -hmm. that started the process mm -hmm. of change. Yeah. So in answer to your question of what would I say to the watchers and listeners, start asking yourself the bigger questions mm -hmm. and to realize that there is always the ability to make a choice. Mm -hmm. Even if it seems that there isn't mm -hmm. and that you don't have a choice because I'm not smart enough because I'm not good enough because so-and-so is more successful and has all these skills. That's all bullshit that we're telling ourselves and it comes from a very limited viewpoint. Mm -hmm. In order to step out of that viewpoint, we have to realize that we have a choice mm -hmm. and that even staying in that viewpoint is a choice in itself. Mm -hmm. We're choosing to, be, to mm -hmm. be stuck there. But to come back to your question is, is to ask, ask questions. Mm -hmm. Invariably, the answers come, not necessarily in the way that we may expect, mm -hmm. but they do come. For sure. I love that. I love how you see that um, the idea of a limited self is always a choice as well, or it's the um, presence. This moment always comes with an invitation to anything, really. It's fresh, it's new, yes. it's why we love looking into totally. babies' eyes, because totally. they're like... Totally. Whoa! You totally. know? And uh, although this is a totally. clean room, there's nothing going on here, there's so much going on. Totally. We're creating and perceiving uh, uh, the presence. And, but what we tend to do is we tend to go back into the compiled memories of concepts, I guess. And, and habituated patterns, habituating patterns of what it is like to yeah. be you, like you said earlier. Then, but there is some kind of, what should I say, safety in it, right? To of course, go in the it's the known. Pattern. It's yeah. the known. It's known. It's the familiar. Talk on that. Well, this is amazing because, uh, well, I think we can all relate to the fact that sometimes our thoughts are speeding through us at such a pace we don't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah. There's an anxiety, there's a stress. And sensations. Oh, it's a, yes, and it's it's stress hormones. Mm -hmm. It's our stress hormones, you know, being activated, and. You and I can sit here and talk about the knowing of having a choice, but when our thoughts are coming at this fast pace and we think the world's happening to us and we haven't got this, we're not good enough or we're going to run out of money, we can't see out of that. So it's like I was saying to you earlier, I recently discovered on a Joe Dispenza retreat, 
he teaches that our body is actually conditioned in a certain way, to feel a certain way, based on the repetitive thoughts mm. that lead to repetitive feelings, that lead to our experience of who Morton yeah. and Esmond are in a moment. Yeah. And to really spend some time taking ourselves out of ourselves, mm. and what that means is to take ourselves out of the habituated thought patterns, mm. which are creating the habituated feelings which make us who we are, to take a moment to step out into the blackness, mm. just to spend time closing our eyes and experiencing space. Yeah. without the visual stimulation, without the potential concerns of what's happening in our environment, just to be in this, in this blackness, in this space, in this void, and, and get comfortable in this space. Mm. What we have to do is get used to getting out of ourselves. To, to, to recondition the body means to, means to change our patterns. Now, mm. I give an example of this because until very recently, I hadn't realized that every morning when I wake up, there's, mm. a, there's, a, there's a moment of stillness before my mind tries to attach itself to what it knows Badger to be. Mm. And what Badger had been most of his life without realizing was actually deeply anxious, mm. frightened. Mm. So I was living in a state of fear. Mm. But because I was living in a state of conditioned fear, I didn't realize that, that what it, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. So until I'm able to separate from it and experience a peace away from the attachment to the anxiety of what it was to be me, mm. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. That process is extraordinarily liberating because it shows you actually there's an entirely different experience of reality mm. in a new place, yeah. in an unknown place. Yeah. Yes, but it takes a degree of willingness and commitment to make these changes because our bodies have been conditioned over our whole lives mm. to be a certain way, to become who we are. Mm -hmm. In order to change it, we have to do the work. Mm. So as Joe Dispenza says, we have to overcome ourselves. We have to overcome our frustration. We have to overcome our discomfort. We have to overcome our grief. We have to overcome our fear. How do we do that? We sit with ourselves and we force our body to stay. So the body actually becomes a servant to the mind because we are greater than our body's habituated patterns and responses. I would agree that we're greater than our body. Uh, I'm curious to understand more of um, like I've noticed that sometimes it makes sense to to lead with the body like if I whether it's meditation or it's body work like going into the sensations I have um, or if it's football just like I or if exercise I don't want to exercise now but it, there's a silent voice in me telling me you probably should and doing it, and, and, and sometimes it, it, it's working, and or it seems to work, and then there's other times where it seems like the application is irrelevant, the, 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 the action is irrelevant. Like, I'm gonna go through, it seems like I'm gonna go through moods, but that's all like down there. In the little me, if I remember the the real me, that doesn't even matter. Like I can be angry, jealous, mm. shameful, mm. happy, sad, mm. joyful, excited, and and it's all mm. okay. It's all within the innocent mind of the ego of mm. the little mutton running around. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. 
So, so that's why I want to touch on that. Like I, I saw the video you sent with the Joe guy, yes. uh, and I loved it. I, 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 I caught myself resonating and nodding and like having insights and, and a bunch of stuff. And I immediately send it to one of my mentors who are a speaker on non-duality, mm -hmm. one, one, a woman I work with. I just consider her my mentor because um, makes sense. Um, and and I guess I don't know exactly what my question is, but I'm curious. There is a curiosity around. Um, I'm noticing myself engaging more in life, yes. acting more. Yes. But at the same time, it's all an act. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can jump on the bandwagon yes. and be super excited. Welcome to the Tiller Two. Yes. I'm here. I'm yes. on. I'm on fire. And yes. it would get a lot of social following doing that and I would get a lot of attention and I would yes. be uh, maybe have a seductive stage presence right etc etc right and I know you talk about masks like yes. where is the boundary like or like because when I understand more when I have insights and I know Joe is his name right yes and it talks about insights and his and, and in that particular interview they're like insights uh, and then people go back into their thought patterns if they don't act on the inside. Mm. And I don't, to me, I'm like, mm. Mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's what I'm curious about. Cause I've had insights where that's completely transformed is the best word I can come up with yes. my paradigm. Yes. And I know you had as well. Yes. And and it's not from the doing. It's from life. Yeah. It's from life force. It's like, where does a flower decide to grow? No, it just realizes yes. growth. It just, uh, uh, it's the most obvious yeah. realization of yeah. itself. It's longing for itself. So but this is beautiful because this begs the question: like, it doesn't make any difference what we decide. Or exactly. Not. But this is beautiful. Like, why act? Well, well quite, <laughs> quite. And but I, I'm I, noticing I'm acting more. Also, I'm engaging more in stuff, and I'm like yes. intrigued and like apparently it makes sense. So, well, let's say this is a really, really fascinating reflection and consideration. Let's say, let's break it down. Let's say that if we are conditioned ourselves over life for whatever reason to have certain thought patterns which may or may not be survival based or fear based mm -hmm. that are leading to let's say emotions that we choose not to prefer like fear or anxiety or guilt or shame I know mm -hmm. and anger these are not these are not emotions that I particularly prefer but I tell you what holy shit I got used to feeling them and that's what my body's known mostly during my life and you learn a lot I learned a lot of oh my god I learned how to to numb myself. <laughs> I learned how to self-medicate. I learned how to take drugs. I learned how to escape. I learned mm. how to hide. I learned how to be very fearful of life. Mm. Now, I have to be quite honest with you in this moment, as a 41-year-old man mm. sitting next to you, I am fucking so grateful for that experience because I can see it all for what it was. And I'm now mm. able to experience something different. And mm. without having experienced that, I wouldn't be able to experience the contrast that I'm experiencing now. Mm. But this is coming back to your conversation of does it make any difference with the free will, the choice to... It's a, it's a fascinating one. But mm. I am realizing that if I have the conscious ability 
to bring awareness to my unconscious thought patterns mm. and change them. Ability yeah. or sight? Okay, um, is let's it say it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Or maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. But let's say to have the awareness that I may be operating through unconscious thought patterns mm. and to be able to catch myself because I have the awareness that right. my mind is like a software system that's creating the effects in the hardware, right? Right. Then I yeah. can be more vigilant to what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! I'm feeling a bit anxious now. What was I thinking that created that anxious thought? Fuck. Okay. Mm. So I've got a degree of um, control over my experience. Mm. Now, coming back to your acting mm. question, that's it's it's super interesting. What I've found since I've learnt, let's use this word authenticity, which is to be myself in any given moment. Mm. It gives other people permission to do and be the same. Yeah. Which is like I'm 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 fucking feeling shit this moment, Morton. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I've got a little bit of anger. I don't know what my thought patterns are mean to create that, but I'm feeling a bit fucking rubbish. I know it'll pass, mm -hmm. but anger's tended to be a habituated pattern in my experience. Mm -hmm. um, last night I got up to give a talk on mm -hmm. on a fuck up in my business career, and I was stressing slightly. I'd ask put 10 slides together and I was freaking out about how I'm going to talk to that slide fucking and that slide. Slides. I fucking hated it. I was fucking, yeah. I don't want to slide. I just want to yeah. talk to these people about yeah. my experience. Yeah. And 10 minutes before, I just remember just to be myself. Yeah. Because the story is within me. I've, I've experienced it. Yeah. So all I need to do is drop in my body to tell the story. Yeah. And I did. And it was so refreshing to get up and actually mm. be a little bit vulnerable yeah. and be willing to be in my shame for some choices that I made that ended up not creating the results that we'd expected and let people down and all the rest. Mm. But it was wonderfully um, freeing to be able to just say, yeah, I did it. Mm. It's a bit like a kid who spilled the milk. Mm. Rather than saying, oh no, he did it. It's like, no, fuck, I did it, I did it. Mm. I took responsibility for it, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll make sure that next time I've learned from this lesson. That's wonderfully liberating, it's wonderfully freeing. Mm. I'm not sure if I answered your question at all, but I went off on a tangent. No, yeah, it's interesting though. <coughs> I'm, I'm uh, noticing, noticing. Yeah, good. Mm. There is uh, something with vulnerability that's oh very interesting. Oh God, it's yeah. the key. Yeah. It's the fucking key. And again, back to babies for some reason. Oh. Like babies are so oh. vulnerable, so pure, so real. Like you can't get a more OG than a baby, mm. you know? Like it, they're just... The other day I had a moment with Tess, we were at the store and this baby who just, I don't know, their expression sometimes, it's just so real. Yes. Like, uh, it's, I think we, what we try to emulate yes. and imitate, I think a lot of times is like when you look at uh, what we perceive as cool, I think a lot of that is from baby expressions and stuff. Yes. Anyways, uh, but we had this, uh, and we were standing in line and having a good time. Um, we felt, I think we felt, uh, good you know grounded abundant and we had, and, and this baby on the mother's arm looked at me and like kind of strict like kind of testing me like kind of uh waiting for me to 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 get back to reality or get back to love uh, and at one point i was like and I, and I just felt, it was a feeling experience. So at one point I just like, okay, it hit my heart. And then I was like, yeah, I feel it, yeah. what's up? Yeah. And, then, and then she changed to Tess. And she was like, so yeah. if you're Tess, exact same thing. Right. And waiting for her. At one point, she, and when I felt her, uh, the baby's heart or the feeling in my heart, whatever, I smiled. But yeah. the baby didn't smile yet. After she looked at Tess, did the, did the exact same thing, 
and Beautiful. she made Tess smile. Beautiful. And at that point, she smiled, and all of a sudden, we were all smiling, and me and Tess looked at each other, and we felt the connection. Beautiful. Love is. Love, Love is. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful because it's just energy. It's just pure energy. Yeah. Just get out your own way. Yeah. Get out your ideas, your thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Bang. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So tell us now about your euphoria experience the other this week. This is day. amazing. I feel it's a fit. This is amazing. So the first two or three days at the Dispenza retreat was about, you know, really overcoming yourself to come to the realization that we are a conditioned body. Mm. You spoke about it a little bit earlier in the mastermind, just about, you know, who is Morton, but a series of thought forms and patterns and feelings that make up this idea of you in a body. Yeah. And he was explaining this to us and he was explaining in order to overcome ourselves, we have to go through ourselves. So we have to retrain the body. We have to realize that the feelings are anger, of guilt, of shame, whatever, and we have to overcome them to create a new experience in our body. We have to train our body to feel appreciation, to feel mm. gratitude, to feel joy, to feel happiness, to feel love, to feel bliss, to feel ecstasy. Mm. What I didn't realize at this point in time was that actually gratitude Bliss, I have actually felt. Bliss is quite common in my life because I feel bliss when I listen to music. Mm. Some beautiful piano music. Mm. Men like Ludovica uh, in Audi and this type of stuff. I often get chills and shivers. Mm. And I'm actually, I feel absolute bliss from music. So bliss, is, mm. bliss is known to me. Mm. But let's say, you know, joy comes in moments of, of, of forgetting the world and mm. just rapturous enjoyment mm. in a moment with a, with a friend or a lover. I, joy, but ecstasy and, and gratitude these were actually abstract concepts to me intellectually I understood that when you receive a present or someone does kind things for you you feel thanks and you um. feel gratitude but I um, anyway so I thought yeah, I yeah. thought I knew what it was mm. to feel gratitude and to mm. feel ecstasy mm. and in this one meditation about day three or day four it was called changing the box so he led us through a guided meditation to go out of the idea of who badger is in this moment mm into the blackness, into the void. And this was the moment when I had the surrender where I could see all the apps in the way of my experience where impatience, frustration, expectation. So I, I removed all these from the meditation that allowed me to drop really much deeper. When you say removed it, do you mean like you noticed them showing up and then you I was able to let them, them go. I was just able to let them go because yeah. I could see them so clearly in that moment. Mm -hmm. I was able to say, okay. Yeah. So I let them all go. And once they'd been let go, there was the space to drop deeply into, into a meditative state. Yeah. And then I, what he talks about is he takes us into this, <laughs> in this meditative state, right? I mean, it's, it's just, there's so much to unpack here. But in this deep state, he's, he's, we're beyond the senses. We're beyond the physical form of the senses. And we're actually now in the frequential state where thought is. And so time and space has collapsed in the fifth dimension. And we're, we're thinking of health. And the thinking of the health is the health. Yeah. So the thought sends out the frequency to the experience and then the generating the emotion of gratitude, which is the ultimate state of receivership, brings it back to you. And I remember thinking about health or wealth in this meditation and the, the energies and the emotions that I was rehearsing my body to bring and draw that experience back from the unified field for me to have in the moment now were joy, happiness and pride. The three feelings that I was really rehearsing in my body to draw that thought and that frequency back from the oneness into the experience. When the meditation came to a close, I was still somewhere else. Everyone else got up and walked away, and I was still there. My partner, Dorothy, was with me, and she had a hand on me, and I was away somewhere. And slowly, my awareness came back into my body. And when I opened my eyes, I was like, <gasps> and I'd come, I'd come back. My awareness had come back into the body as a new self. 
and I, my eyes are popping out. And I think to Dorothy, like, oh, I'm free. And I couldn't explain mm. what was going on, but there was this brightness and there was this fullness to the experience of being in my body. And then I was like, I, I started crying. I fell on my lap and I started crying. There was such beauty to my tears. And then we got up and I was trying to ground myself and orientate myself. And we started walking out of the auditorium towards the hotel. I was like, I can't go to lunch yet. And then I started to feel this intense feeling like, oh my fucking God, oh my God. And I was holding her hand. It was like, I was squeezing her hand. And then I had this realization. It's like, oh fuck, I know what this is. This is ecstasy. Because as a younger man, I had taken an ecstasy pill, so I knew exactly what the feeling was, but mm. I was feeling it in a totally natural state. Mm. So I'd gone into the unified, I'd gone into the quantum, mm. I'd rehearsed joy and happiness and pride. And what Dispenza talks about is to expect the unexpected. So when I came back into my body, it gave me something way more. It gave me ecstasy. Mm. And for 30 minutes, I was in a state of natural ecstasy. I was taking my t-shirt off, my shorts off. I was rolling around in the grass outside the hotel in a state of like, oh my fucking God. It was extraordinary. So coming back to this concept of the known and the unknown, I conceptually knew what an ecstatic state was because I've read about it. Mm. But the experience of it was something otherworldly to me. I had absolutely no idea, actually. Mm. I don't know if that answers your question. There's one other point I'd like to add to that, which is the following day, he sets up these healing circles where he generates this coherence. He talks all about the coherence of the brain. So taking us out of high beta, which is our stress hormone, worry, angst, mm. all of this, down into an alpha and a theta state, right? A theta state is where the magic can happen and we can enter deep states of meditation, which is where we access the quantum, we access the unified. And he creates his healing circles with eight people and I have diabetes, and so I put myself forward as a healy to have this experience. We as healies were brought into the auditorium after he generated a state of coherence amongst the healers. So there were 1,200 people in the room generating the state of coherence to then heal the healies who are coming in. And I lay down and there's this incredibly powerful music and Joe Dispenza's guiding the meditation. There's this sake of reverence in what he calls the mobile monastery, which is his traveling workshop around the world. But you could feel the palpable energy in the space and this reverence and the sacred music. And I lay down within about five minutes, I started crying. And it's not unusual for me to cry energetically to feel this stuff. And my body was moving and there was a lot of tears. And then my heart just burst open because I realized that these eight people were there for me. And they were giving me their energy with the intention to heal me. And I felt a gratitude and a love that I'd never experienced before. Mm. And so again, I had this realization of what gratitude is. It's fucking the most beautiful expression of love. And my heart opened to the experience and I cried. And then it popped the other people that, and who were healing me. The tears just popped. It was the most extraordinary experience of love that, I, that, I, that I've ever had. And Dirge Dispenza says, just when you think you've experienced love, you've got no idea. There's 10,000 times the voltage and power of love. You've just got to be ready to surrender into it, to experience it. So this experience has completely changed my life and my understanding of what it is to be human, to operate, and to have a degree of conscious control over what we experience as a human. So to come back to one of your earlier questions, if I have a choice of what to experience in life and I'm a sovereign being and I can constantly create how to feel, I want to wake up in a conditioned body that wakes up every morning and feels joy mm. and happiness and gratitude and appreciation and reverence mm. for life. Because I want to get up loving fucking life because it's our birthright. Mm. And that was somehow forgotten and lost to me until this moment where I've taken myself to this experience, to have this experience, which I'm now sharing with you and your, and your audience. It's amazing. I, I urge all of you and any of you, get onto YouTube, look up Joe Dispenza, watch any of his interviews, and read his books. 
and do his guided meditations because it will transform your life. That's amazing. Yeah. What that a really story. Extraordinary. 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 And I'm now meditating about three hours a day. And I'm up at 4.30 in the morning, an hour and a half, and I'm doing an hour and a half before bed just because he's taken me to a place where I can apply this. And I'm so determined to overcome my conditioning because that wasn't consciously decided and chosen by me. So I'm consciously deciding now to change my experience of, of my reality mm. so that I can make this life enjoyable. I mean, really, truly enjoyable. He talks about being abundant before it's there. So he's talking about mm -hmm. creating the internal state so that the external reflects it. You know, you know this very well. It's like really generating everything within. So we can actually stay here in our apartments and our, our whatnot. And we can generate feelings of joy and then go out in the world and it'll be reflected. We can go out and generate our feeling of wholeness and knowing that abundance is ours and the opportunities will come to us because we're drawing them into us. It's not cause and effect, it's causing effect. We are not victims, we are creators mm -hmm. of our experience. And he's giving us the, the language of science and the mental framework and understanding of science and now explain the mystical. So he's giving us the mental model of what's going to happen in the meditation before he guides us through the meditation. And that's extraordinary. He's got that scientific language to describe the mystical. <laughs> mm. How cool is that? Mm. How fucking cool is that? Yeah, I get very animated and very excited about this because it's so real and so present and so out of the concept of the mind. It's, it's energy. Mm. It really is the power of energy. Yeah. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And just back to this whole conversation we've had about conditioning. I always thought conditioning was the beliefs of my experience. I didn't really have a... I felt awareness of the sense of how deeply my body had been conditioned to feel a certain way, generated by those thoughts and beliefs. Mm. So it's not only changing the beliefs, you've got to recondition the body to believe something new. Mm. You can't just go from I'm not enough to I am enough mm. without changing the body's habitual feeling of fucking fear and scarcity and lack mm. and anxiety. You've got to change that too. Mm. So it's an it's a, it's experience of, um, and I, I believe this sort of speeds up the law of attraction and manifestation because you're, you're connecting straight into the quantum, into the unified field and bring it back into your body. You practice that enough, you become an expert. It becomes your way of being. It's very interesting. Very interesting how it feels like, um, I don't know how to put words on it, but it feels like it's an engaging, you're saying, yeah, it's like uh, you're consciously acting or, or, or engaging, or exactly. creating yes. Um, yes. yourself. Yes. You're, you're, yes. Instead of observing it, exactly. just uh, exactly. and uh, you're you're choosing to become a part of it, I guess. Well, exactly. I mean, you talked earlier about acting. Mm -hmm. You know, Shakespeare. I can't remember what Shakespeare's quote about life being a great big stage of play. Mm -hmm. or, but it's like if you had a choice in life, how would you create the character that you're going to play? What would you choose for yourself? Yeah. Because have fun with it. Yeah. And if life is this great expression and there's this degree of it, what it's happening to us, but to get to that place of openness and willingness to receive it, but also to consciously decide what you'd like to experience in this life, mm -hmm. that's epic. Mm -hmm. People are doing it the world over, mm -hmm. you know? People have really mastered what it is to be themselves, mm -hmm. to be human, authentically. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel sad sometimes. Do I want to feel sad? Do you know what I realized? I used to love sad music. Most of the songs on my playlist were bloody sad. You know why? Because that was my familiar state. So I had to find my beauty of life in sadness because it's all I knew. Mm. 
And when I realize that, I've actually now made a conscious decision to change my playlist to something more uplifting because I can recondition my body to find yeah, joy yeah, and beauty yeah. in other energies, but I only knew sadness. Mm. It just blew my mind to bring consciousness to the unconscious pattern of my default pattern, which was sadness mm. and, and, and anxiety. Mm. So it's super cool. So when I slip back into it now and I'm starting to feel anxious about it, it's like, hang on, whoa, what are the thoughts that are creating that? What are the, and I can, I can choose to shift my state. To shift my state. Don't you feel like, uh, uh, while while doing all this, uh, there is also another side of the coin that's um, uh, I guess not good enough. If you know what I mean, like uh, or um, whatever shows up now like okay say sadness you used yes. to have uh, this whole relationship with sadness yes and uh, don't we have to judge sadness as good or bad in order like like why would you not I've why would enough. you I've had enough of it it's like you had enough you've, of you've it. had a job right yeah and you've had a great experience yeah you've, you've grown yeah to the stage where it's time for a new job yeah so you think I'm gonna change my job now yeah because I've, I've, I've grown as enough as I can in that. I want to have a new experience in life. Yeah, yeah. I fucking know sadness. So you, but I'm, and this doesn't come from a victim point of view. Right, that's just, what I'm asking. No, it, yeah. and that's the really interesting point. Well, actually, fun enough, it did. Mm. Because I sat for so long in a victim point of view without realizing it, that became my, yeah. oh, poor yeah. me. So I've what I'm trying that. to say is that, yeah. is that I'm choosing now to yeah. create and realize that mm. I have a choice in every moment, which, yeah. which gives me the ability to decide to step out and have a new experience as a human. Mm -hmm. Not just in the rare moments when I might have been pissed mm -hmm. or looking at a beautiful sunset or making love to my partner, mm. but because I can actually decide that's my state of being. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Mm. Yeah. And the victim thing is fascinating because I realized that it wasn't being a victim to that or that in my life. I was a victim to my own feelings. <laughs> Mm. I was at the behest mm. of the conditioning of my body and I didn't see a way out of it. Mm. So now to take control of that, to take control of my own life, to take control of my own experience, so I can actually become the, the creator of my experience rather than the victim of my feelings. Mm. And I believe that is a way of sort of taking the unconscious and making it conscious, mm. just internally. Mm. Okay, I feel sad, I'm gonna put on Schneider O'Connor, nothing compares to you because it makes me feel the good I can wallow in my own pity. <laughs> That used to be my pattern, that used to be my experience. Yeah. Now it's like, hang on, I'm gonna put on some ACDC and fucking rock to TNT because I know it lifts me. Boom, and I'm actually, then I'm suddenly, I'm, I'm rocking. Mm. And I've shifted my state of being. So I practice that, I practice that, and I actually become a new person. Mm. Hmm. Telling myself different stories about my future. So I'm bringing all my energy from the past into the present and studying how I'm gonna be in the future. Mm. So I'm creating, mm. I'm not reacting to the past. I'm creating a future from a place of presence. Mm. That's very interesting. I'm noticing. I'm. 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 This is. I'm noticing myself resisting a little bit. Interesting. Just because uh, I think. I, I think it's there's a resonance, a part of me that I feel a victim in my life, still, and uh, that could be, and 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 I, I notice it in my body. Uh, and then, but I know that most of me don't. If that makes sense. Like there's 60, 70, 80 percent of me that's like uh, on point and, and trust and uh, and let be, mm. uh, whatever is. I've seen that suffering is only resistance to what is. So 
in, in fear of repeating myself or, or being the victim here. Maybe I am, maybe I'm holding on to my victim mentality in some area, I don't know. Mm. But uh, Can I ask what you're feeling resistance to? Uh, yeah, um, to the, to the, to the, to, yes, to, like, I guess, it's hard to put words on, but I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, I guess uh, creating something different than what is. Right. If that makes sense. Well, which part of you is creating what is? Right. That's ah. God. That's me. That's the ah. real me. Ah. So, so I'm so if like. You had a choice, a conscious choice to create what is, what would you choose? Right, and then I look at my life and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, there's desires that pops up and there's needs that I buy into. But all in all, uh, I'm, I'm where I should be. And I think everyone is, yeah. aren't they? This comes back to your beautiful analogy to the, to the flower expressing itself. It's just yeah. blossoming and blooming and becoming. And how much of a role do we have to play in it? How much of a role? That's that's interesting. Because now I'm like, yeah, just fucking yeah. It's like hang out there. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a great, great, great question. It's a great. It's a. I'm gonna meditate on that. I know. I know yeah, I'm gonna really sleep is, on really that is. one tonight. Because really I don't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm apparently taking more right. space in my own right. experience. Right. This this right. body here or this personality, right. and right. and I noticed in the past when I did, there was an exponential growth in quote unquote success right. when I did. And I could justify that the success gave me a lot of a lot of. Uh, different feelings or goodness or, or whatever but I could also look at it and be like yeah it's whatever you know what I mean like it's it's uh, it didn't give me anything mm. but it did but it didn't yes. yeah yes. I don't yeah I'm yes. sorry to like uh, I don't know why I'm apologizing. It's just like no. <laughs> 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 uh, oh my god! Beautiful blessing. <laughs> it's good. Fucking a. I don't have more batteries, so fuck this. But uh, this keeps going, so okay. we're good. Great. Uh, it's interesting how there's a different energy now without the camera on. Funny enough, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. And when it turned off as well. Yeah. Yeah. The timing of it. But this is a fascinating conversation here because it's like how much of it how much been, of a role how much of it has been free will the choice to go to yeah. Santa, right isn't that the Fuck. only question it, it, it is actually it is do we have free will but then at what point i guess i guess if i genuflect and i reflect back on my life experience to the man who's deeply fucking passionate in this moment talking to you yeah and this man talking to you has never been this passionate as he is right now talking to you now about this conversation mm -hmm. in this moment and you know yeah. so that 
that's what's fascinating to me. I suppose yeah. it doesn't fucking matter because this is all we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. right. Yeah. So what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. You know? And, 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 and why do I keep... I keep... I know questioning exactly, I know this exactly what it is because we've got an audience here that's listening for ways to be inspired what do we mean by being inspired inspiring is to take a fucking breath to believe that something else is possible that change is possible so if we are languishing let's say in a lesser energy in an apathy a depression a despair a guilt a pride and anger and envy or whatever it is if we can take inspiration from other people like I've done my whole life from mentors mm. then another viewpoint is possible mm. that a choice is available to me and if I'm languishing in an experience that I don't choose to have Mm. that I can get out of it and I know it's possible mm. and from there perhaps a blossoming and a blooming and a, a flowering can occur mm. I know that I've taken inspiration but again I've got no idea if that was just me ready to blossom into the person I am in this experience I don't it's this mm. is fascinating this is a fascinating because mm-hmm. then we just get out the hell out of our own way and let it happen mm. just to be open to say yes in any moment like when I walked in and met you that energy was there there was a resonance so if we take away these ideas of who we are mm. our energy is just going come on let's go yeah Let's go. It's true. Let's yeah. dance. And, yeah. we were, and we were both open to it, so we yeah. were both open to explore it. Yeah. But in a closed state, we might have gone, nah, he's a fucking pretentious yeah, wanker. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we weren't. We were like, let's go. Yeah. Let's dance, baby. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. So I guess openness, perhaps, because I know that I've lived a lot of my life in a contracted and closed state of fearful yeah. state, right? So, yeah. So I guess the moral of this long story, perhaps, is just is, is, love, and, is love and fear mm-hmm. and openness and closure. Yeah. Because I really am not open to life. Yeah much more than I was. I'm still opening. I have a long way to go. Oh, me too. By no means perfection in this. Do you feel like you were more open when you were younger? Because that's a thought pattern that I oh, have. Oh, God. Such a good question. <laughs> Such a fucking good question. More open. What does that even mean? Such a good question. Yeah. Do you know what I reckon? I reckon. Such a good question. Yeah. I, remember, I, I, can, I can ask that in myriad different ways. I was super open around girls until I was about 13 and I became really nervous. Mm. Like suddenly I thought that gosh I might have to kiss someone I had to measure up against my peers I had to be look cool I had to yeah. be whatever yeah. uh, so I closed down a little bit there because mm. of the nervousness the nervous energy made me me, me closed mm. and with regards to my full expression as a, as a human being I think the older I got the less open I was mm. and I went through a long period of my life of being closed and I'm now opening again and with the openness comes a real deep appreciation and gratitude for the experience of life that I'm now having and sharing with you in this moment yeah. Openness, just a bit open. Yeah. Through the discomfort. Yeah. Through the discomfort. Feel the fear. Yeah. Feel the nervousness. Yeah. Feel the awkwardness. Feel the shyness. Because yeah. that's where the magic is, right at that edge. Yeah. That's been my experience the last, let's say, two, three years, is to be willing to have the difficult conversations like yeah. we spoke yeah. about before. Yeah. Express the fears to your partner. Tell, yeah. her, tell her the truth about everything. Yeah. My fiance, I've told her the truth about every oh. single decision I've made in my life. Yeah. Where I've been out of integrity, where I've misbehaved, mm. where I've done bad. I've told her everything because. It is the most liberating feeling in the world to have nothing to hide. Yeah. And I never experienced that before. Holy shit. Holy fuck. That's so true. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so if there are any men yeah. out there, just fucking tell the truth. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. Jesus said, and the truth shall set you free. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> energetically, it's so liberating because it takes a huge amount of creative energy to keep things from ourselves. Mm. To be out of integrity is to, to be out of wholeness. So we're not aligned. To tell the truth brings everything back and all that available energy comes to us. So we're, mm. we're, there's so much more for us to be able to experience in the moment yeah, because like we take it back. Our truth, right? Fuck! Yes! Yeah. Yes! 
rest is all bullshit. Like, I yeah. was do so we were doing uh, psilocybin mushrooms on Gili, and I was just swimming all the time. Yeah. Swimming in the water. To me, water is truth, and female energy of the world or something. Mm. Mm. And I was just in water all the time, and and uh, it was amazing. It was so amazing. I can't even express it. Just this, um, I felt baptized. Mm. I felt uh, that there's something with the water that seems to embrace mm. and, and be unapologetic and Beautiful. be formlessness and all forms. Beautiful. And, and all that. And I really resonate with what you said about speaking your truth. And I do believe, and what I, my insight was that water is truth, and obviously it is because everything is truth, and we are truth. Yeah. So, so, so withholding our truth in words and in this concept right here, yes, that's that, it. That it just that's it. Withholding ourselves, withholding I'm ourselves. Walk, right. I'm Why? walking around with stilts without no needing them. Shit. The fuck. Exactly. Exactly. I'm walking around with stilts without needing them, and it's I think a lot of people totally, are. Totally, man, totally, totally. What the fuck? Totally, totally. I have a voice that I haven't been sharing for years, totally. brother. Yeah. Totally. Me too. Oh my god. Me too. Me too. And look at the irony of we're both sitting here now, and we're yeah. sharing our voices, we're sharing yeah. our truth. Yeah. But because it's simplest in its words and ideas that need to be shared. Yeah. Just give yourselves permissions to tell the truth. I swear to God, because you do it, everyone else give around you will do it. Give yourself permission to speak the truth. Because you do it, you give yeah. permission to everyone else. It's like that vulnerability piece. If you're yeah. unapologetic yourself, everyone else can take their masks off in the same breath. Yeah. Because we're all the same. We're all afraid. Yeah. We're all fucked up. And we're all We're all embarrassed. Same. We're all the same. We're all the same. Not just, not just like we all have similar traits and beliefs, but we are the same. Yeah. Oh my God! It's so easy to forget. Man, Every your fear, time your fear is my fear. My anger is your anger. Your shame is yeah. your shame. It's the same thing. We we just yeah. we, we manifest externally in different ways. We feel it identically, yeah. identically because we are the same. Yes. <laughs> we learn that. Yeah. It's truth. Yeah. yeah. You're no different from me. Yeah. Like that's what anger is. Yeah. Yeah. Now On you point. may have been fucking wronged as a child, and you're really angry, and I just may be a fucking grumpy fool. But the fact is, our anger is the same. Period. Yeah. You may look more red in the face and feel more angry or think you're more angry than me, but it's bullshit. This is just my theory anyway. Yeah. It's just why would it be any different? Yeah. Yeah, man. There's oh. such an incredible spectrum mm. on the emotional Let's say there's such an extraordinary um uh, spectrum of energy we can feel in the human experience. Mm. From the very lowest as mapped in consciousness by David Hawkins of, mm -hmm. of apathy up to ecstasy, measured yeah. by through kinesiology at 20 in apathy and a thousand at ecstasy at love, right? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, it's like, I had this the, the, the good fortune and the, the blessings to, to, to experience ecstasy for 25 minutes, mm -hmm. 10 days ago in Mallorca. Mm -hmm. I never knew that existed, but I had that experience. I felt gratitude. These, so I'm just so grateful to be able to feel, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we might as well enjoy this human experience because I'm actually, you know, for all you men out there, it's beautiful to feel, guys. You know, it's yeah. really, really, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Don't think you're feeling. Actually, really get into the nitty gritty and feel. Yeah. You know, and that can be quite challenging at times because none of us have ever really done it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Really. It's deep so fast to 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 go back into contraction. Totally. Totally. 
Really? I, I do it like I don't even I don't yeah. like I, dude the transition from expansion to contraction is in like that yeah and it happens all the time mm-hmm. and it happens all the time I'm, I'm not I'm not willing I, I don't yes I am willing <clears throat> to be more uh, expansive yes. in my life yes. I want to be more expansive I want to be more <coughs> real I want to be more and it takes courage yeah it takes courage my yeah. friend it does. It takes courage to be standing right at your edge in the discomfort of the closure and saying, yeah. I choose fucking love. Yeah. I'm going to drop my ego, my yeah. fear right now, and I'm going to feel through this until it shifts and change my yeah. heart over again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. And then you're just coming, just drawing us marginally back to the conversation we had before we started this talk is just about to have a degree of awareness of how deep the channels of our conditioning are that we're all operating through. We're all experiencing reality through the collective and borrowed ideas of our fathers and forefathers and their generations before them. This is how we defined the old paradigm. It just was what was. And what I love about your podcast and the way I'm starting to experience life is like, what if I question everything? What if I question everything and say why? And they actually, I choose differently. I choose not to work like that. I choose not to live like that. I choose to love like this. Uh-huh. What if I could redefine the way I look at family, children, relationship, love making, money making? You know, what if we could completely redefine it as we choose? Mm-hmm. Because that is what is happening at the moment. You know, the fact that you and I are having this conversation all around the world this is we're evolving as a species. Right. And some of us are fortunate enough, really fortunate enough, to be able to observe the evolution of our consciousness as it's unfolding. That's the magic to me. It's magic. Mm. <laughs> you know, I've um, I I guess I officially launched EsmondBearing dot com in January mm-hmm. because I really I know how I can help men from a coaching perspective right yeah just because of the emotional journey that i've taken from a, a little boy that closed down and really never felt his whole life because he had to protect himself through coping mechanisms and all the rest boys don't cry and to emerging to the man i am today today mm. now and who's actually open to the experience of life and how much richness i'm getting from the felt experience mm. but the, the reason i'm telling this story is because from nowhere i got this download into my consciousness that i should call it paradimensional training my coaching methodology and that the way I'm going to facilitate and teach is paradimensional because that's what's happening is we are we are moving we are shifting paradigms we're evolving you know mm. and when Dispenza talks about this he talks about three-dimensional form which we're all experiencing but we're all energy right but at the lowest and the densest form we're experiencing tangibly the human form but as we go up the scale you know the frequencies become higher and higher and higher we access the fourth dimension and the fifth dimension where time and space as concepts disappear what I want to say about that is like paradimensional is like we are redefining reality by the new beliefs, the new programs, the new words we're reordering to re-experience our, our existence. And as I said earlier about that story about the belief, it's like question everything you believe to see if it's your own and it's deliberately created by you. And if it's not, get rid of it and reprogram yourself with beliefs you'd like to experience because your whole reality of life will change from that place. 
you will create a new paradigm of existence for yourself simply by changing your programming. You know, it makes people realize just the unconditioned nature of the robots that they're living through. So we're really talking about freedom here. We're really, really talking about freedom from the mind. Right. Yeah, I'm big on freedom. Big. Yeah. It's big. Important. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let that simmer. Freedom, man. God damn. And what does it all mean to any of us? You know, what is freedom to you? What is freedom to me? It could be identical, it could be completely different. Yeah. And, and we talked about marriage earlier, and it's like, what the fuck? What are we doing? Proposing? Mm. Uh, you know? Like, I, I, I mean, we had this conversation on our show. I, I proposed to my fiance. Uh, it must have been a month ago now, mm -hmm. five weeks ago, and it came from a place of total love. Yeah. And in the moment of spontaneously knowing that I'm supposed to be with this woman in a very mm -hmm. deep way, mm -hmm. the words, will you marry me, come from a sense of conditioning. Yeah. Doesn't and the word, man, what was so fascinating is after I'd asked the question and she'd accepted, and we had this first beautiful few days after of just this sense of knowingness. But what I found so fascinating after that was the encroachment of the conditioning that I came up against, of what that meant societally, you know, uh, traditionally, within the English culture, the Polish culture, where she's from, what the expectations are from family, yeah. you know, what it means legally, contractually, you yeah. know, religiously. What, what are, you know, all the, well, I came up against all of these concepts because I've made such a determined commitment in my life mm. to never be defined by my conditioning. Mm. And so I found myself explaining to my partner, you know, just how strange and fascinated I am by the level of conditioning that we're all operating through. Mm. We as men, mm. they as women, what it means to be man and woman, what it means to be in a relationship, what it means to be husband and wife. Mm -hmm. You know, I really am really excited for our union to be a celebration of love and whatever that love means to us, mm. not as clearly defined by any um, traditional paradigm of, 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 of existing. Mm. Um, but right. that's been a really fascinating journey. I can only imagine, yeah. Because you know, I have no doubt of the love I have for this woman, and right. yet right. to be determined to celebrate it <laughs> in a certain way, right. really great what? with my being. It's weird, huh? Yeah, it's fascinating. It's really, it's like I, I, I instantly start thinking about traditions and, and what we inherit from our parents exactly. and their parents, 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 and why we are us in the sense of, you know, what is it? Millions or billions of sperm cells, and 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 and, and like you know, I guess the more conscious we become, or the more aligned or aware, or call it what you want, I guess the better navigational system we have for us selves. Like I get, I've learned that I know best for me. Yes. You know. Yes. And uh, and my proposals have been varied and weird yeah. and but very true in the moment but as you also touched upon like 
the words and the concept when it comes out into this form yes it doesn't even come close to touch what i meant exactly so i instantly start exactly. start second guessing it exactly and but i know i love her and her is me and it's just a different you know all of that but like so it can be very confusing and i think a lot of it's confusing for a lot of guys yes when i hear it come out of my own mouth you know yeah i think it i think it's a beautiful thing to share and also to to raise the awareness of people who may be listening that they may be just coming up against that conditioning and the fear of the conditioning rather than something getting in the way of the love they have their partners yeah. right so just yeah. to realize i can't i can't imagine any number of partners that, that have ended because of some constriction or, or a fear of claustrophobia within the confines yeah. of this institution of an idea of marriage yeah. dealt with all of the fucking shit with yeah. it yeah seven year itches divorce yeah. lack yeah. of sexual libido and interest all of these ideas yeah. that we have about what happens in relationships yeah. Yeah. i say challenge them all yeah i said let's be conscious about our love and conscious about our yeah. relating and decide how it's going to be yeah and decide. also like what i've noticed is there is no like yeah you could call people soulmates or whatever but then you have to first identify with yourself which is not the essence of truth and then you have to identify with the separation of someone else which is definitely not the essence of truth so there is you're playing in the world of concepts and yes. illusion uh-huh. and then you're saying like oh we're soulmates so we are supposed to be together etc you're limiting to, yourself you're just it's limiting. just it's all in it's, it's all, all bullshit fucking limitation yeah so so i've noticed that like i once met uh, dave Chappelle. And he said, uh, he once said, pick a bitch. <laughs> In a joking way, yeah. but like, seriously, like, like I've seen guys who jump from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend and they find excuses or why not to settle down or yeah. why not to, and I'm not saying you should settle down or should not settle down, but I'm saying that love is everywhere. You are love and ev- you are in love with everyone, whether or not you see it or, or understand it or not in the moment. So it's all about seeing, it's all about understanding, it's all about uh, realizing more than doing the right or wrong thing, I'm, I've come to notice. And, and what we talked about earlier when it comes to uh, these conditioned beliefs and limitations and fears that we have, especially in terms of this theme that we're talking about right now, relationships, uh, it cannot touch the real essence or you know, the, the baby in the story. He would never care. Like he couldn't care until he created a concept out exactly. of it. So there's like exactly. what we said, like I, I was so afraid of it and then it blurted out Beautiful. of me in a state of highness and in a, in different weird states and uh, I repeated myself and it was all weird and I didn't feel good enough about it and etc. Yes. etc. Yes. And it was clumsy and it was yes. weird and it was yes. not how it should have been in a Disney movie. Right. And And what were you really saying in the moment? What were you really saying to, to Tess in that moment? Just love. Exactly. I love you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So simple. Exactly. 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 Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, let's, I mean, it's like no more words are needed. Mm. I simply, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can get this idea up. of security and this idea of right by being married we're more secure. Again, it's an idea. Mm. Now, again, if an idea makes you feel more secure, then I suppose power to you. But it's all illusion. Mm. So I guess it comes back to this place of like wholeness and whether how we are internally within mm. ourselves. Are mm. we really okay? Are we really in love with ourselves? Mm. From that place of security yeah. and, and certainty, it's great. Yeah, it's fucking great because I come into this relationship in love with myself, and you're only adding to it. Mm. And if you were to leave my life, I'm also fucking great because I'm in love with myself anyway. Mm. It's that sense of just right. like wholeness. Yeah, two whole beings coming together to. Mm. Yeah, 
yeah, man. to share, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whether that be you and I in this moment, or you and Tess, or me and Dorothy, it's, it's just coming together and sharing. Yeah. Beautiful. And there is no, there is no, even no uh, boundaries between us. No. Unless we make some. And, and we and we do all the time, which is fine too. Yes. But there's a point there when we start being controlled of our own yes. conditioned thinking yes. and our patterns. Exactly. And there's a point there and it, you might not see it and that's why it's so important to look okay. in the direction of consciousness. Beautiful. So what we share. So you've just summed it up for me. It's like when we're being controlled by our conditioning, that's when we're entrapped by our own mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have a choice. This is what freedom is for me. Freedom for me is not living in Bali by myself outside the conditioning, even though it is, but I realize that that is a way for me to break away from my conditioning, to experience the freedom of what it is as an energetic being. Boom. Boom, right? Yeah. That's what freedom is. It's outside of conditioning. Yeah. Exactly. <gasps> yeah. yeah. I can take a huge That's exactly, right? yes. Right. Oh my fucking God, I can decide. Yeah. Oh, it's like, fuck. Energy responds, you know? Yeah. And that's what I wanted. That's what I want to. That's what I'm creating, and and sometimes struggle to express yeah. through my home free or our home free academy. And it's right. the freedom, home free. What does that mean? It's being home Beautiful. in the freedom. Beautiful. And Beautiful. It, and, and you know, so Beautiful. I I think back. I think back, I I had this fallout or whatever. I lost my awareness in a way a few years ago. If that. Uh, if that's, that's one way of saying it and then I had to go back in, in my in my story in my concepts go back to the 9 to 5 world I had to yeah. start from the bottom again yeah. and I really did and then I ranked up or whatever got headhunted shout out to Frederick and then I did that for, and I mastered the job world in two years again yeah. you know the corporate ladder thing Yep. And then I was back into fine, but I had apparently I had to go there because I constantly keep thinking when we're having these conversations. I constantly I hope that listen that my the homies are listening. You know, just like you said earlier, you want to fucking shake your friends exactly. and and show them the Kundalini exercise you did to show them show it's not possible. woo. Showing show them it's possible. showing it's possible. Yeah, yeah, and I want to do the same. And that's exactly. what home free is about. And that's what freedom is about. And that's what life is about. Like, yeah. what are we doing Seriously. with ourselves? Waking Wake up. Wake the fuck up. Yeah, going to some place you haven't consciously chosen that you're tolerating and you're just running and running and running and when you when the suffering takes over you numb yourself or yeah, you totally. go to the thing that totally. you know will maybe totally. make you feel satisfied for a limited totally. time totally. and then you run and run and then you wait for Friday totally. and you get blazed or totally. fucking drunk Totally. And then totally. you may might have some kind of glimpse of reality, and I'm talking about reality. I'm not talking about your reality. <laughs> and then on, maybe on Sundays, you know, or somewhere on Saturday or someday when you're out in nature, because nature is unapologetically true, you know. And then at, you're back into the rat race. I I fucking. I really don't think we need it. No. You know, we're 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 mature enough as a culture not to need yes. the nine to five anymore. Yes. 
And what, I mean, you'll probably say the same as me, but the, the way I'm reflecting at the moment in my experience, because I've achieved a degree of freedom of my conditioning, I'm finding myself more and more opposite people like you who are, who are walking and stepping into the new way of being, mm. realizing that they can have a podcast, have an online business, be able to travel all around the world, which is simply because it's something you choose to do. So yeah. again, we're, we're showing people what's possible. Yeah. Not because we're special or in any way, but because we've asked some of the deeper questions. Right. You know, we don't need any of it. Right. Yes. That's true. And I'm showing myself in this very moment. Like, yes. definitely don't need any of it. That's, that's exactly. true. Yeah. And, exactly. and, and even though I'm preaching, I know there isn't a guarantee of feeling more free right. from quitting your job. That's not true either. Like, a lot of people find, uh, you know, fulfillment in their jobs but a lot of people don't mm. let's be honest a lot of people don't yeah. and, and, and it's not the quitting the job it's the awareness it's yeah. becoming more aware and conscious it, of your choices I it's guess. the people who know there's more mm. but don't know how yeah. to find it yeah this is this is really the, you know the resonant message I feel it's, just, it's for all of the people listening that know there's something else but mm -hmm. what is it and where is it mm. It's within you, and that sounds like the biggest cliche in the book. Right. But it's what it means by with you is like just like I said to you right at the beginning, is just start asking yourself the question. Mm. Because you ask yourself the question, you will give yourself the answer in some mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And it'll start you on the most extraordinary journey. Yeah. You know, it's extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> and it's beautiful. It's often uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's ultimately liberating. That's that's the, that's the, that's what's it called? Not the irony, but the paradox, I guess, of, yeah. of creating a, a coaching program uh, with uh, with with set features. It's like okay, we're going to Zanzibar the first week. Get clear, fucking the most beautiful island in the world, the most grounded people, you know, etc. etc. Just to like let go of everything. Yes. And then from that space, yes. hopefully. You know, make space for 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 grace, for love, for finding out who you really are, for for tuning into your true self, and then creating some kind of uh, map, right? And then following up, uh, uh, sixteen weeks after that, etc. It's it's features, but the real the real value is what you just said, and it's a cliche. It's in yourself. Yeah. It's it's you. Yes. And it's. It really is, but that's but there hugely is. empowering. It's yeah. hugely empowering than to realize that you don't need anyone else to tell you anything. Yeah, yeah. And that, that I find is like for me taking my energy back from the victim point of view. My father did that. My mother did that. My yeah. teacher. Did, no, whenever I was saying that about my experience or blaming any of my external environment, I gave my energy away. And it was only when I started to take my energy back that I started to realize what empowerment was. Yeah. Because all of that creative potential became available to me. Mm. So I understand for all those that are listening, what it's like to be a victim and, and think that everything in the external world is happening to you because you've given all of your energy away to those situations. So take that back. You know, taking personal responsibility is saying, I've, I've, I've done it. Yeah. You know, I'm in this shit job because I decided to do it. Or I'm feeling this way because actually I've decided to look at life this way and I'm creating So by taking responsibility and ownership of life, it, it's, it's, it's the first step to taking that energy back to, mm -hmm. to becoming empowered, mm -hmm. realizing that you have yeah. a choice. Yeah, you're and exactly then, where you should be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, taking yeah. that, taking that, taking it, taking it back. Mm. Amazing. When is the um, when is the um, home free program? For, uh, first of August. First of August. 
the first week in uh, yeah, Amazing. and then uh, and then the rest online group group sessions like we did the mastermind and 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 personal one-on-ones brilliant and then uh, yeah and then resource place brilliant membership site. brilliant yeah brilliant brilliant and we're going to create a conference together i mean yeah. this is yeah this is this is a this is a creation that's coming into being just to share just to share the tools that are available to us as our consciousness are evolving mm-hmm. and just to help people to break free yeah. from the shackles of of the conditioned life yeah. community man, yeah, man. And conversations and just facilitating being in network being in node yeah that's shining bright exactly. being a star exactly. you know a whole shebang that i uh, marianne williamson quote the thing right we're powerful beyond measure that's what we fear or you know that thing yeah the powerful like when i went um when i lost everything that's just the story the yeah. other part the other side of the story is yeah. i just had an incredible awakening yeah. i realized i could manifest diamonds with my eyes yeah. i was talking to jc and beyonce and kygo etc etc and a lot of like very weird spiritual experience i saw ufo and all that like <laughs> all of that woo to the wooest yeah. of all woos yeah. uh, happened really fast yeah. and I got afraid of it all and, and kind of had to come back full circle into normalness yeah. and grounding and nature and family and roots to realize why we have this particular experience yes. you know when we, when we when we play around with with our nervous system and uh, sugar, you know, yes. fucking yes. drugs, yeah. everything. Alcohol, we're 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 just we're kind of like the alcohol, you know. We just we're just we're just uh, smalling reality. Smalling is not not necessarily a word, but kind of shrinking like shrinking the beauty of life because yeah. the reason we are experiencing this right now and here and. The human experience is optimized for yeah. for pleasure and joy yes. and love and 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 understanding and yeah. concentration and and being in the zone whether it's handcrafting or surfing or dancing or fucking it's all yeah. perfectly in tuned for being exactly how it should be yes. for us yes. this is the drug yes. this is like the self-exploration of self this is this is the physical manifestation of the creator finding it experiencing itself so you can't alter that in a way like you can but you can't it's like this is uh, so so I got shown that through shrinking (laughs) not shrinking but kind of yes shrinking Call it shrinking or call it collapsing, collapsing, contracting, find l- seeing world from other perspectives mm-hmm. than what is optimized. Mm-hmm. I saw that everything I saw was real because I saw it. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, and all the stories in my head I had, and they were real because they were there. You know, it's not like real or not real. If 
like the people who they're not there I mean more more, more, more factually yeah. it's there or not there because if it's there it's real for you yeah <laughs> it's as simple as that if, if the, whatever we experience now is real but, to us because it's but to have the realization that the thoughts are creating the yeah. experience of real you see that's yeah. profound yeah because if you can just take a little bit of a step back and <sighs> mine happened over a long long period to get that to be a separation but between myself and the thoughts to be able to see them to let them flow through and realize that's hi guys yeah. you know just for anyone listening that doesn't have a meditation practice it's the best way to start mm. is to create just a simple tiny little bit of a slither of space between you and your thoughts to realize that mm. actually it's not you yeah because we all we all accept that whatever we're thinking we're experiencing and there's no doubt about it but the thing is it's entirely subjective mm. it's, it's, it's subjective what is is Right, and this just brings us back to a degree of mastery over life. Mm. It's like if we can actually just let the thoughts go, they go. So they don't become attached, they don't become reality. Mm. They just are. Mm. So again, I could keep on coming back to the bigger question you posed you know, about half an hour ago, about do we have any fucking role in this whatsoever? Like, <laughs> it's really got me going. It's good. It's, like, so, it's, so good. it's like, why am I bothering <laughs> having this conversation? Because it's uh, happening. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> we, we engage with I our thought trains in this. And then we, but we, we are able to not as well, you know, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of becoming more aware of the f- nature of thought is that you can actually see, you can understand what's going on. It's very factual and simple and, and logical and practical. It's yeah. very like, oh, that's going on yes. and I'm completely buying into it. Exactly. Exactly. But then to realize how deeply conditioned and habituated it's that, become, right? Yeah. And to realize that we can rehearse that. We can, that's, we can, that's, yes, can that's what I'm that. learning now. So we can change that. Mm. And think of the empowerment of that. Yeah. If I can change that. Conditioning. Yeah, I guess that's self, yeah. Yeah. Just a fucking I still, I still have like a little bit of resistance there. Beautiful. I feel. That's, that's so the, beautiful. Yeah. I I'm think happy. that's I'm happy somewhere I'm holding I'm back because I'm... Because you're addicted to being you. And you I was... Want, and you don't want to change. <laughs> Which part of you is resisting? I love this question. Which part of you is resisting? Which part of your feeling state is resisting what I'm saying? Just feel into it. Physical part? Yeah, which, which emotion? Which emotion is saying no? Yeah, good question. Because um. that'll be the emotion that you think you are and you ain't. That's resistance. I don't know. I'm I'm just feeling empty. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I do know the story that is that I <laughs> think that uh, personal improvement will uh, will have me uh, not be present. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Uh, what do you mean by that? I hear when I say it that it's not true, <laughs> but uh, um, I, I, I was I was to tell you to give you a little bit of background. Um, uh, I uh, I did very very intensive, uh, I, I guess coaching, um, fear handling. Like we were doing this uh, dating instructor six month program where we approached strangers. 50 times a day and yeah. constantly were in my yeah. uh, constantly were, were, were engaging and playing with fear yeah. how, how afraid can I become and still yeah. uh, do it yeah. and cool. uh, I love that. 
it's cool and I felt <coughs> a lot of growth and and uh, and the other side of it is that um, at one point uh, it all uh, fell away or it all uh, apparently was uh, it was like you know it's like uh, fucking fight club you know it all yeah. blew up and then ground zero and then kind of like what's the point and then all of this I just told you about my uh, psychotic behavior and and it, you know I guess now I'm just like feeling my way through what kind how much engage how much of doing should I be doing because I can go bananas we were up every day in the morning af doing affirmations and screaming in the park every single day and 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 you know uh, being this very Tony Robbins type of uh, character and playing that out fully and always being like controlling my own state and, right. and okay in lack of a better interesting words that's kind of like and and it was the reason for my I guess downfall but that's also a lack of a better words or story but um, I guess I'm afraid of success uh, because of uh, I know it's in me but I also know that it won't matter and at one point it's gonna be so yeah, it's an so ego resist, egotistical it? thing. Yeah, I, I resist so taking massive action. Ah, yeah, and I constantly dabble because of it. I do stuff, and then it's like, yeah, I've done twenty percent. Now let's jump on a new thing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I relate to that big time. Yeah, big time. So this conversation is healing, though. This is good yeah. because I, I, like I've said three times now, I'm noticing myself engaging more and taking an act. Because I'm no, I that's not, it's not really dangerous. Deep down, it's not dangerous to, to grab a hold of an act and be that act, unless you become Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. <laughs> but it, he still acts. The real him is has nothing to do with him. So so like to me, it's like what act should I take? Right. You know? I know I'm well. I know deep down that I have incredible, both talent and skill and potential and networking ability and I'm kind and I'm 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 good enough, you know? So what should we do with it? Right. So what should we do with it? It come back to the conversation we had earlier. It's like what do I yeah. need to experience? What which is it act what should is I it? take? Yeah, which act because I because I've got everything I need. Yeah. I'm fucking fully equipped. Yeah. I've got the talent, I've got the looks, I've got the intelligence, the resources. I've got, the I've got yeah. I'm fully resourced. Yeah. So what do I choose to do with it? Yeah. And it's also okay not to know. So yeah. don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself. What should I do next? Well, right, maybe right. it's just having this conversation with me for now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because maybe there's still more of a becoming that has to happen, or maybe not. Mm -hmm. Or maybe tomorrow you'll take up, you'll get up and you'll be like, that's it. I know the action I've got to take, and it's ginormous. It's massive. As my daughter would say, it's enormous. Mm -hmm. And you'll know, and you'll take it, because you know you've got it. Mm -hmm. My story is slightly different, because I've come from a place of limited self-belief, to a growing confidence that I am and I can. Mm. So it's a very different path. And I'm mm. 41 years old, so I'm a bit older than you, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually really excited mm. by what I can create now. So yeah. I'm excited about the potential. And I'm in the same sort of being like, what shall I do with it? It's a yeah. little bit like a magic fairy dust. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hang on. A magician. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, it's wizardry now. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, what am I going to experience now? Yeah. You know? I got gotcha. you. Uh -huh. yeah. So I'm quite excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Okay, yeah.
<laughs> Quite excited. Goddamn. Yeah. So it's nice to be honest. It's so good to be real. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not to try and be anyone and pretend to be smart and pretend to be big, just to be real. Yeah. Because I think it just gives everyone permission to be the same. You know, whether you're successful or not, it just gives everyone permission to be the same. It's an even real, playing field. Real, it's fucking real, man. Yeah. It's a totally even playing field. Yeah. Some people are going to have millions of dollars. Some people are going to have none. Yeah. yeah. Some people are going to have loads of life experience. Some are going to have none. Yeah. You know, we're all the same. Yeah. We're all the total, 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 yeah. total same. Yeah. Whatever. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, brother. That was, that was fun. Yeah, thank you. Really fun. It's really fun to see where the energy goes. Yeah. It's fun to see. Grounding. Yeah, very grounding. Camera on and kind of a little bit mindy, mental, like yeah. directing the conversation. And then camera goes off and it's like, okay, here we go. Here, here comes yeah. a flow. Yeah. That part to me is fascinating because it's almost like there's an observer. Yeah. And under the observer becomes a different What the behavior. fuck is that though? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <coughs> what? Because it is an observer and somewhere in the quantum, yeah. we know we're being observed, so we behave in a certain way. Yeah. It's the performance in the act. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Right? Oh. goes off and we actually just start engaging our body language changes we're, oh. we're here you know yeah, it's fascinating yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting you know when you, you listen to it back how you yeah. feel on the body yeah. pre and post yeah we got, we got, we got, there's some cool stuff in there there is for sure there's some cool I'll stuff put a, we'll, we'll do it, layers and snippets and chit chats and whatnot. Brilliant. yeah let's, let's, let's make sure the right people the right people will listen yeah for sure uh, good times All right, brother. Well done. Um, well done. For, 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 like for, for anyone who wants to um, uh, do the thing, do your plug. Um, do a plug. A plug. Um, yeah, you can follow me uh, esmondbearing.com, e s m o n d b a r i n g dot com. That's my my coaching website. My Instagram is at esmondbearing. My Facebook is esmondbearing, um, and we have actually got a. Uh, My partner and I have started a company called Nude, N-Y-O-U-D-E, and we're hosting a, a five-day immersion at the beginning of October here in Bali. And that's really to bring together some of the more esoteric and more outlandish uh, modalities that are out there to leaders and entrepreneurs who are really ready, ready, willing, and able to step into a greater expression of themselves and to realize the tools that we have and the extraordinarily gifted facilitators that are available in the world now with regards to Kundalini activation, with regards to breath work, with regards to um, sound healing, and we're, we're really putting together a very special group of people. Mm. So again, you can, you, can, you can inquire about that on the website, mm. N-Y-O-U-D-E dot ventures. And Morton, thanks so much for this experience. It's been brilliant. Yeah, most really welcome. super enjoying it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, pleasure. Killing the game. Pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> This was the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on your Facebook. If not, then please don't. <laughs> <laughs>